Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 263 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. In this episode, we look at India's comprehensive win against England in the third test at Rajkot. Led by Yashasvi Jaiswal's jazz ball and hometown hero Ravindra Jadeja's five-wicket haul, India hammered England by 434 runs on Sunday in Rajkot. It was a reality check for baseball as England failed to show a fight with the bat in their final innings. On the podcast today for the discussion, we have Lakshit Singhal. Lakshit is a lawyer by profession and a cricket writer and content creator by passion. He runs his cricket content platform by the name Cricket Field Chronicles which covers unheard and lesser known cricket stories, classics and contemporary cricket book reviews and recommendations and personal reflections about the latest happenings from the cricketing world. He has been writing about sport for almost 10 years now and has been published by leading sports websites such as Sportskeeda. Besides law, entrepreneurship and sports, he shares an equal passion for food and travel. Without further ado, let's get started. Hi Lakshit, welcome back to Never in the Backfoot podcast. The last time we spoke, I mean, you know, the series was uh, firmly poised one all, but now, you know, India registers this massive 434 uh, runs win, you know, and there's a spare day that gives us extra time to, you know, discuss that uh, scintillating uh, victory. So simply amazing and a fitting 2-1 lead that India has in this uh, test match series. Yeah, uh, first of all hi Neha, uh, thank you so much for having me again. Uh, and yes, as you rightly said, massive victory. Uh, delighted to uh, experience this. Uh, I think 434 in victory is is huge. Uh, absolutely thrilled. Uh, and I think yeah, I think looking for a great session. Uh, so many talking points from this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a great session. definitely because uh, again you know when you look at the biggest talking point uh, ahead of this match it was how virat kohli would not play the match and uh, you know even uh, kl rahul was going to be missing so there were like two debuts in the reckoning so for you again were the obvious choice like uh, you know dhruv jurel and uh, sarfraz khan because both of them have been you know playing well in the domestic circuit and uh, you know now even with the ipl as a parameter <laughs> for making it to the test team uh, being so intact so uh, did you think that these two would uh, certainly um, make the debuts see uh, i think with regards to sarfaraz neha i think we discussed this uh, before as well uh, i think sarfaraz was poised to make his debut at some point in this series and i'm glad that this happened uh, in the third test giving now he will be having a good three match run uh, to just uh, basically uh, ex- like uh, uh, just to like basically allow himself the time to uh, express uh, properly uh, throughout the series so yes i think sarfaraz debut it was uh, waiting to happen he has been uh, incredible uh, in the domestic uh, circuit i think uh, that amount of runs he has scored the amount of patience uh, that he has shown uh, in all these years i think uh, this is a reward for that and uh, so yeah i think uh, this was a call which was uh, going to happen uh, with regards to dhruv jurel uh i think uh, that, that this comes at a time with where i think ks bharat uh, wasn't uh, playing up to his full potential or wasn't uh, contributing as much as the team expected uh, from him so uh, but that said i think as you uh, rightly said again i think somewhere uh, jurel's performances in the ipl uh, has helped him uh, to get this uh, uh, coveted test cap 
so yeah i think the thrill for both the youngsters uh, getting their debut and uh, uh, from what we saw also it was it looked like uh, a promising debut for both of them so yeah i think i'll be looking uh, forward to both of them in the upcoming tests i agree with you on that one because when we see our uh, regulars miss out like you know virat kohli and kl rahul being injured shreyas iyer also you know was apparently sidelined by an injury but then we later got this update that you know he was kind of dropped and they didn't want to make a big uh, you know media fiasco out of it so what did you make of uh, this discourse and uh, with shreyas iyer not being able to consistently you know uh, prove his uh, merit in that side it's finally coming to back uh, bite him back yeah i think it i think it was quite funny the way this whole uh, you can say the saga unfolded uh, considering first uh, uh, the revelations were made about him being injured and then uh, the news came that he has been dropped and and i'm not sure why this has been happening this has been happening for quite some time now uh, whenever uh, we want uh, to drop a player or just like uh, whenever a player is not uh, in good touch we just don't drop them now we just tell them that they are injured or they are uh, not uh, physically fit for that matter so uh, i don't think so why uh, this has been happening i think this needs to stop you just tell the player that uh, they're not in form it's fine it's absolutely fine i think it's uh, totally fine for a sports person to not uh, be able to do that uh, regularly or consistently so i think it's important to be f- uh honest with them just tell uh, and it's also important to be honest with the fans as well uh, just uh, tell them the actual reason ask the player to go back to the uh, domestic circuit uh, go play ng games go play uh, other domestic two tournaments uh, get back in form get your confidence back and i think that's how it should be and that's how it ha- it has been happening uh, for all these years till now so I, it was quite amusing for me just to see that how this whole process was unfolded but uh, i think with regards to shreyas iyer yes he hasn't been in the best of touch so uh, this was i think somewhere coming and uh, what's uh, more i think problematic for him is now uh, with like so many youngsters who have been uh, on the door till now uh, now they are getting into the reckoning for the test team so i think it's going to be even more tough for him to uh, keep his uh, spot in the test side so uh, i think uh, uh, yeah it, it's it's not going to be easy for him uh, so but we'll have to see how he uh, goes from here certainly and uh, you know while we're on the point of ranji trophy now we've seen how the bcc has you know put the hammer down and has made it a mandate you know for all the players to uh, come up with valid reasons if they're missing the ranji trophy but otherwise you know they have to play the uh, uh, tournament because we see how a lot of them are kind of missing it you know in the pursuit of other lucrative lucrative opportunities in the form of you know the ipl and everything so do you see this as a welcome step in the right direction and why do we still have this you know uh, discussion and chatter about uh, ishan kishan not playing and uh, is it just unfortunate how everything is playing out absolutely no i think it's a welcome step uh, so it was it was much needed and it's been quite disappointing to see how the players have been discrediting or not basically prioritizing a tournament like ranji trophy which is almost now uh, 100 100 years old and has been uh, the backbone for indian cricket uh, with the amount of talent and the amount of uh, you can say uh that uh, cricketers they have been providing uh, at the international level so i think from that point of view yes it is it has been disappointing uh, the i think the young uh, generation needs to uh, uh, give the same value to uh, ranji trophy uh, as they give to other tournaments i understand like you know you have leagues 
uh, all around the world which you can play but i think if you are really serious about playing uh, international cricket or for that matter test cricket i think uh, ranji trophy becomes the backbone you have to spend time there you can uh, even now i think you can see chiteshwar pujara uh, for whom i think the talks have been like uh, he will never be uh, making a comeback to the indian team but he is Uh, still playing ranji trophy you can see a bhuvneshwar kumar who might not be able to foresee any future into international cricket now but he's still playing ranji trophy so i think uh, this is a tournament which uh, is the backbone for indian cricket and the youngsters need to realize it and they need to spend time uh, there and, and not only youngsters i think uh, this has been the talk now that even the uh, accomplished players whenever they are not in form or whenever uh, they are not uh, performing or uh, to the potential or uh, to the uh, you can say uh, expectations as uh, the team demands from them i think ranji trophy is a good platform for them to just go back there and uh, uh, get their confidence back uh, spend some time uh, out in the middle because that's how you basically uh, make a comeback it's not that you keep contemplating over it and you will be fine and you will be back to your uh, usual self so going back there spending time there uh, i think that's Uh, very helpful even for players who are now uh, who become uh, accomplished or who are like uh, superstars so yeah, i think it's important uh, i really hope uh, that the decision by bcci is uh, carry some weight and uh, this really impacts because we really need this because i think the test team now uh, they we, we our team needs this and uh, the players come who come from that particular uh, mode of uh, you can say uh, uh, trial or process i think uh, they can have a larger impact uh, on the uh, on india's test future so i think i welcome uh, step from the bcci and i'm glad that uh, we are uh, talking about this now definitely and uh, while you know the uh, move does bring in a lot of uh, welcome things but we still see how double standards persist with like other senior cricketers you know who want to make their comeback they immediately get the uh you know door in but then for other players it's like a longer route through ranji trophy but i think that's a discussion for another uh, podcast episode and kind of you know coming back to this discussion now how pleased were you with india's playing 11 combination right like what did you make of the conditions and were you happy with the selections so i think yeah, the team combination looked quite uh, uh, solid i think it was a uh, overall a balanced uh, team going ahead into the test uh and i also feel that we didn't have much of uh, liberty here because the amount of injuries that that have been happening uh, around the team circuit i think uh, we were quite limited in our options from that point of view but uh, i think still uh, from uh, just like considering uh, the overall uh, team composition i think it was quite a, a balanced side i will be much more you can say uh looking forward to our combinations in the upcoming games when uh, players like even like kl rahul or even uh, for that matter uh, uh uh i think uh, uh, like the other players who have been injured when they'll be uh, making uh, the, when they'll be available for selection how uh, i think uh, the how are how dravid and uh, rohit go ahead with that i think that will be much more interesting to see uh, from this point i think this game's point of view uh, also i think uh, now we look at in uh, from in like hindsight uh, the way the result has gone uh, i think it was a good uh, you can say uh you can say uh, it was a good i think team uh going into the third test certainly it was a balanced team and uh, now even looking at the toss outcome now india won the toss they opted to bat first so again do you think it was a great toss to win and uh, kind of augured well for india even as the match progressed 
Oh yes, absolutely. I think it was a great toss to win. Uh, looking at the pitch, even on the first day, it was quite clear that it's going to uh, support the batters in every way possible. Uh, yes, we had our uh, share of disappointments when we were thirty-three for three, and having lost those three wickets uh, in a heap, uh, again, I think uh, somewhere in the mind, uh, the the uh, the fears uh, keep coming back where we have seen Indian team uh, collapsing uh, in that matter of half an hour or an hour. So yeah, absolutely, I think. Uh, those were quite dreadful moments uh, but yeah i think uh, rohit uh, and uh, jadeja just stepped up to the occasion and it was brilliantly i think uh, you can say uh, from there the test match uh, pro- uh, progressed uh, very i think it was very exciting to see uh, the way rohit batted the way he stabilized the whole innings uh, after uh, uh, that particular uh, score from 33 uh, for 3 so uh, yeah i think uh, the, the i think the toss uh, was crucial we won that and we were managed to capitalize on that so it did somewhere help us but uh, i think still i think credit goes to uh, the like the way team played uh, there were some uh, you can say um, there were there were some uh, nervous moments in between uh, throughout the test but uh, overall i think a good uh, toss to win and uh, uh, it it did i think it did uh, help us overall in the victory and uh, even just to follow up you know this aspect of uh, the toss that kind of plays such an important role especially in these subcontinent uh, test matches somewhere do you think uh, like it should still be relevant like the uh, home team of course has a lot of advantage but do you think even like the uh, touring team uh, should be you know given a chance to like probably uh, bat first and like at the alternate test or basically how do you find this uh, balance you know so the matches are more evenly contested and doesn't heavily rely on the toss like do you believe in the school of thought of uh, you know trying to mix things up or is the traditional way uh, perfectly fine the way it is i think that's an interesting question here yeah. uh, we i think the toss debate also is something which has been happening for uh, quite a bit now uh, this is given i think how the t20s are being played at night and the dew factor comes in so there's always this chatter of how dew is impacting one side or the other and the toss playing a role in that uh, now coming to i think test cricket specifically uh, i think like i'm still i think of the opinion that uh, uh, toss does yes uh, play a part it will help you to a certain extent but again i think it's it, it boils down to how you as a team uh, take it and how you as a team uh, overcome those conditions let's just take england for example right now uh, they did manage to pick three wickets uh, they did manage to uh, you can say stop india at 33 for three now that was the time from where they should have basically tried to take control of the game and they did try i think and it's like complete credit to the way rohit and jadeja batted but they did try so i think there that's that's the whole area where you can say uh, the excitement uh, comes in and i think with the toss the pre- unpredictability factor always stays it also uh, helps you uh, plan things it also helps you to uh, prepare for things which you are not uh, expected to or which you are not basically uh, you can say uh, anticipating to happen so i think that that factor needs to stay for the game to remain relevant for the game to remain exciting uh, otherwise it would be just like a, we will be giving uh, you can say uh, we'll be coming to the field uh, almost well prepared in our mind without any uh, Uh, you can say uh, preparation or when, without any expectations of something unforeseen happening and if you look at the pitches for the first and second test i think those were uh, amazing pitches where i think the state uh, seeing for all the five days there were uh, advantages uh, for both batters and the bowlers so somewhere i feel that 
yes there will be time where one aspect of the game will be preferred like for example in rajkot there were batters who got the advantage who knows in dharamshala we will might have uh, a surface where the bowlers get advantage so th- i think this advantage uh, will always this this thing will always be there and i think that's the whole point of uh, that's the whole fun that's the whole exciting part of uh, having the toss element uh, in this sport so i think we should be uh, going ahead with it and i think the teams it's i think it all boils down to the team at the end of the day uh, how well uh, prepared you are how well how well you are playing in those five days how uh, you are taking the situations that you are being thrown at so i think yeah, that's much more important uh, uh, toss yes uh, it will help you to a certain extent uh, not in a manner which uh, will take if, if if a toss is taking the game away from you then i think probably you were not uh, uh, ever ready for uh, that thing so Yeah. Fair enough. That is an interesting uh, line of thought. And again, you know, when we look at the match and India's first innings, I think it was Rohit Sharma who really stood out, right? It was a delightful uh, century because it reminded you of that uh, vintage Rohit Sharma stuff to kind of you know silence his uh, critics and uh, <laughs> the manner in which he got out uh, again, you know, brought in a lot of uh, conversation. But till then, do you think it was such a great innings that kind of really set the tone for uh, India? it did neha i think i've mentioned it uh, a lot of times already uh, in this conversation that uh, i think rohit sinnings uh, of course along with jadeja but i think rohit has been under a bit of pressure coming into this test uh, there have been a lot of talks about his form so uh, i think his innings was just uh, i think he was, he was incredible uh, uh, the way uh, he he tried to just stabilize the innings from there on and at the same time keep kept the scoreboard moving uh there were a lot of attempts being made by england bowlers they tried different plans to him uh they kept bowling him bouncer despite uh, and despite he himself having himself being very confident in that shot uh he resisted it so much that because he knew that the team needed a lot lot much uh, the team needed much more from him so i think from that point of view i think he showed a lot of uh, mental strength uh just to uh, be in that position and not let the game uh, drift away and uh, one i think uh, rohit sinning is uh, or let me just put it that way rohit and jadeja jadeja's partnership in the first innings uh, this was one of the moment where i think uh, india uh, took control of the game from england uh, so yeah i think uh, i'm absolutely i think uh, delighted to see him back in form and i really hope that he continues this uh, because if he's able to provide that platform uh, uh as an opener i think uh, we have a very good batting lineup which can capitalize on that so if we have like uh, because jaswal is in like tremendous form and i think we will be coming uh, to him in the upcoming questions but with him in tremendous form and rohit contributing so i think that becomes a very potent combination and uh, the team can really uh, took like they, they can basically just uh, take off from there to another level so yeah i think it was uh, amazing to see him back in uh, touch and i really hope that he continues this uh, in the coming games definitely you know rohit sharma in uh, full flow is again a sight to behold and although you know we will talk about shubman gill and his performance a little later on in our discussion let's look at rajat patidar now he has certainly you know found his uh, going tough in this uh, format with criticism coming in from all quarters and uh, fans are already getting restless right So do you think it's too early to judge and uh, criticize him and you know giving him a fair run is uh, the only way to go ahead 
it is too early neha thank you for saying that i think four innings is uh, just not the right amount of time to assess any player for that matter and uh, it's been like i think it's quite un- it's quite it's quite unfair and harsh on the player and as i've said it before also i think fans really need to be patient they really need to uh, give the player the time and uh, I, i just don't find this whole conversation about him not being fit for this level right uh, that said i think the amount of uh competition now uh for that space at which he's playing or not just for that and then the team itself i think uh, he should have capitalized more on the chances because uh, we are at a stage right now where uh, every innings uh, is so much important for a player especially when you're coming new into the team and uh, it becomes much more important for them to value that innings and try to maximize it as much as they can so i think from that point of view i feel uh, patidar has uh, somewhat somewhere like missed an opportunity uh, but i think the whole criticism of him being not fit for like for this level or not uh, of uh, not uh, like a why selection was made like all these questions i think that i find really baffling i don't uh, find any reason for them uh, but uh, yeah i think uh, uh, he, he, i i i feel he should have uh, basically just tried to be much more you can say uh, he should have applied himself more and made uh, better use of the opportunities that he got because uh, yeah, the chances are going to be limited uh, with the amount of talent we have so yeah i think uh, that's my whole take on uh, rajat patidar fair enough and uh, let's talk about sarfraz right now in that first innings uh, he was kind of poised to get the big one unfortunately you know run out in that uh, manner but how would you assess you know his uh, journey to get there in that knock and stellar technique right displayed by him even though you know that our run out will stay kind of uh, fresh in all our minds but still we got to see such an interesting and impressive brand of cricket right yes i think again neha i think it's two in uh, with what i said for rajat i think applies also for sarfaraz that i think two innings is still uh, very less of a time to assess any player uh, i think sarfaraz is still new he still it was still his debut so i think it will be very too uh, it will be too early to uh, make any predictions about him uh, but that said uh, and having followed a bit of him in the domestic cricket yes Uh, i think the amount of confidence he showed that i think really stood out for me uh, because the moment he walked in it just didn't look like a debutant is batting uh, he was so confident he was so well prepared mentally he knew uh, that what ball i have to uh, attack which bowler i need to attack uh, the type of shot uh, that uh, i will be willing to play on that particular ball so i think these things uh, stood out for me and uh, with regards to i think uh, the, you can say Uh, with regards to the short selection i think his uh, i think the batting against spin i think that is something which i found really uh, you can say uh, amazing uh, footwork is another respect which i was really uh, i think i was delighted to see the way he was moving uh, the way he was charging the bowlers so i think yeah these some of these aspects stood out for me uh, i still i think i'll be looking uh, forward to how he tackles space because that is something uh, which he which he, which he uh, couldn't do in this particular game because he was mostly uh, you can say uh, mostly he, he mostly played to spinners so uh, that is one area i think uh, which i'll be looking forward to see but yeah, i think early days we should give him time uh, there have been uh, instances in the past when a player uh, you can say makes a you can say a very uh, 
uh, a very ravishing debut and then all of a sudden uh, we just don't find him anywhere so uh, let i think we should just let him be uh, let him enjoy the game uh, and uh, wait uh, for some time before we come to any conclusions on him actually does uh, make sense and you know that would give him that would also give us like a fair sample to uh, make our assessments on if he gets a go ahead in the series which it does you know from the face of it uh, look like that and uh, even looking at Jadeja right now he ended up with that uh, scintillating knock of 112 a lot of people criticized him for that run out and uh, there's just so much hate that you know he put up a story and everything on uh, social media to you know kind of clear the air but uh, when we look at his innings, uh, like at large, it was brilliant, right? And even with contributions coming in from uh, Dhruv, Jurel and Ashwin, India did end up with a very competitive uh, first innings total. So how convinced were you with his knock and uh, India's total finally? Yeah, I think, uh, as I mentioned before, I think his and uh, Rohit's partnership in the first innings, uh, that was uh, one of the key moments of the game where India took advantage uh, of uh, the game. Uh, I think uh, he, along with uh, Rohit, uh, stabilized the innings. Uh, and uh, I think he did what he generally does. Uh, we have been, I think in the past, there have been now instances where uh, we have been missing this particular, uh, uh, you can say, uh, that missing this particular type of play. But I think uh, in this particular occasion, he did manage to uh, play his part. Uh, he just like, uh, chose this. I think uh, the I think the short selection in the first innings uh, was something which stood out for me. The way he was uh, proactively uh, waiting for the right delivery, not uh, trying to be overly aggressive and just trying to uh, play the ball on its merits. So these were some of the things I think uh, which I really come to appreciate. And I think Jadeja is someone uh, I think uh, is one of the best all rounders uh, we have. And we uh, it was I think uh, good to see him. Uh, just do what he always does. So I think, yeah, from uh, that point of view, uh, I think it was amazing. Yeah, in the first innings, I felt that he could have bowled a bit better. Uh, but uh, I think he made up uh, more than that in the second innings. So I think yeah, overall a very good game. And uh, I see India, whenever playing at home, I think uh, Ashwin and Jadeja, I think these are the two people who are always on the mind of uh, the touring team so just seeing him doing uh, what he does best and for what he is known for i think uh, it was uh, amazing and i'll also like to mention since you mentioned i think sarfaraz uh, dismissal of uh, like his run out uh, i think i think see as uh, we have been talking about in fans yeah they, they they do get a bit emotional but this is i think a part of the game uh, this all this 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 happens even at the very you can say at the very local level this happens and i think it was really uh, like you can say, large-hearted of him to just go there and put up a story and apologizing for uh, uh, for that particular dismissal. But you just don't see uh, this uh, happening every day, especially when this is such a normal part of the game. So I think, yeah, from that point of view, uh, I think it was, he had a very good game uh, from all aspects. So and I really hope that he continues this because uh, we still need a game, uh, one more victory to seal this series. So yeah. Definitely. And uh, even looking at England's bowling, right, in that uh, first innings, it was uh, quite disappointing, right? Because uh, they would have expected to come up with a better show. Yet, they had uh, Mark Wood, you know, chip in with those uh, four wickets. He looked uh, stellar while there was some support from the bowling, but it wasn't uh, enough, right? What are your thoughts on England's bowling and uh, stuff that did not work out well for them? Yeah, I think uh, England, uh, as you rightly said, I think Wood was the only bowler in the first innings who could uh, do any damage or who, who looked dangerous 
from the word go and i think he also bowled uh, with a bit of planning uh, with uh, which was specific to the particular batter so i think there was a lot more application from him as compared to the other bowlers but yeah i think on overall if you see the uh, match the way uh, england bowled i think it was very uh, disappointing they didn't uh, it's not like they didn't try uh, it's not like they they weren't uh, trying to take wickets i think uh, stokes as you can see after every uh, ball or two he would be moving his field or he would be making some changes to the field but uh, i think uh, the application was uh, just lacking because they were expecting something uh, uh, from the batter to make a mistake because the pitch wasn't doing anything so when a pitch isn't doing anything that's where the real test of a bowler comes in and that's where i think india took advantage as well so from that point of view i think england uh, uh, having uh, uh, i think spinners who were still who are still new who are still inexperienced i think that showed in this game because the pitch uh, wasn't uh, there to support them and they were just waiting for the batters to make mistakes i really hope that they learn from this i think this could have this should be a good learning experience uh, for them but uh, yeah so uh, let's see what they uh, do have uh, for us in the other games certainly they are one team we can't uh, write off and you know they will uh, be itching to come back uh, stronger because that's the kind of brand that england uh, plays and uh, even looking at their batting now <laughs> ben dahit is certainly you know batting like a man possessed no because he was going all baseball uh, no baseball pro max there and uh, even when you look at england's uh, innings you can look at it from two halves right after ben dahit's dismissal it just somewhere uh, seemed to fall apart and uh, things weren't really working out well for them so how would you look at the uh, ben dahit's uh, knock there and uh, as an indian fan were you like shocked with the way he was batting yeah i wouldn't say shocked but yeah i think i was uh, surprisingly uh, you can say delighted the way he was batting because i actually didn't expect it out of him they were like uh, other players in the team who i did expect uh, to score big hundreds or big double hundreds for that matter and especially on this pitch i really uh, i think thought that there were other players who would be uh, getting uh, much more than him but uh, i think i think credit to him and the way he batted uh, it was uh, it totally just trying to take on the bowlers uh, never let the bowlers settle i still remember the way he was hitting the indian spinners in that particular session i think that uh, was a moment uh, which i felt that uh, this game could really uh, go in the other direction so uh, he did like scare i think a lot of uh, indian fans uh, in that particular session but uh, yeah full credit to him the way he batted in that uh, session uh, but apart from him again i think the overall batting uh, didn't seem to uh, come up with that well yeah, yeah they did they did well in the first innings i felt they could have obviously uh, done better there because uh, they weren't able to uh, cover up the total and gave us a good uh, healthy lead there but uh, i think still i think first innings performance was better coming into the second innings i just didn't feel that uh, uh, any application from the england batters they were just like uh, throwing wickets one after another there was no uh, attempt to th- i understand that uh you're trying to play a certain brand of cricket but i think this is not baseball the way england batted in the second innings i think uh, they would also agree that, that that this isn't baseball uh it was uh, in many sense mindless it was quite irresponsible uh the way they were playing the shots the field was set for them and yet they were going so i just didn't feel uh, like i just didn't understand the whole approach uh in the second in uh, second innings by the england batters but uh, yeah i think uh, they, they they i think they really need to uh, step up in the upcoming games because now uh, it's uh, moving towards the closing uh, you can say uh, the last two matches are upon us so i think they will really need to uh, step up uh, and 
uh, if they're trying, even if they try to play a certain brand of cricket, they have to be uh, responsible. They have to just try to play themselves and not let the game drift away. So yeah, I think uh, that's my uh, or like that's my take on the England batting. Fair enough. And uh, let's, you know, put a microscopic lens and look at Joe Root right now. He has had a terrible uh, series, you know, based on uh, the standards he set. Now, again, in this match is kind of under scrutiny, right, for his uh, batting approach and especially the kind of unconventional shot he played in that uh, first innings to get out. Now, attempting a reverse scoop against Bumrah, I think there was just no logic in that. And it was an easy catch for Yashasvi Jaiswal. And, uh, you know, because of that, England kind of end up with that no score. So do you think it was an unnecessary uh, shot to play? And even when you assess, like, what's happening with uh, Joe Root and why things are not working out uh, for him as well as it did before, you know, he reached that uh, 10,000 run mark in test cricket. What do you think has been going wrong? You're right, Neha. There was no logic to that shot. I think they were all nerves. Uh, when he was batting. Uh, yeah, one thing which I have seen uh, in this series is that uh, Root is the... I think Root hasn't been able to find, uh, settle himself uh, whenever he's batting. He's always now trying to uh, dominate the bowler. So, Bumrah, we saw that in the last game, uh, he set up and uh, dismissed him. So, I think in this game, his attempt was to not let him settle. But in the end, he just uh, ended up like giving uh, his wicket away in a very uh, amusing manner. So, yeah, I think uh, he, uh, he looks completely out of touch for the moment. And he's just like, I think he's mentally he has been... Uh, uh, a bit of under pressure that uh, that he's trying different things now. And when a batter tries different things, uh, it just shows in his performance. And most of the time, it doesn't uh, turn up the way you want to. So definitely, I think he's under pressure. And England will need to figure this out uh, going into the uh, fourth or and the fifth test. So, But I think he's still that kind of a player that you can't uh, just... Uh, not trust upon and just leave out of the side uh, considering the amount of uh, talent he brings in. So, uh, that I think uh, he will be uh, in the consideration but uh, I think India should like um, continue to uh, dominate him and because he is under pressure definitely there is no doubt about that. So, I think the Indian bowlers uh, should capitalize it especially Bumrah. I think he, he has uh, found uh, Root's uh, weakness uh, to a larger extent. So, uh, yeah, I think it will be an interesting battle also to see in the upcoming games. But uh, Root is definitely under uh, pressure and uh, good thing for us. But uh, let's see how it uh, unravels in the upcoming games. Definitely. And uh, even looking at India's bowling, right, in that uh, first innings, uh, I mean, again, you know, you have to look at it in uh, this way when Ben Duckett was uh, batting, you know, it was difficult to get those uh, crucial breakthroughs. But once his wicket fell, it seemed like, you know, India was finding their groove uh, back in that match. So how have you assessed India's bowling, especially in that uh, first innings and, uh, you know, thoughts on the same? Oh, yes, I think India were uh, incredible. I think after that, uh, after uh, you can say decades, wicket, uh, they uh, just didn't let any other batter to uh, settle. And I think uh, this is what we have been uh, taking pride in all all these years uh, about the Indian, uh, you can say, spin bowling lineup at home. Uh, so I think yeah, from that point of view, they were incredible. And also not just spin. I think Bumrah and Siraj now uh, they are like a, you can say 
they just don't they just they i think these are the bowlers that uh, who don't depend on the pitch that much now they will make something happen i think this is again i think for this i think we should credit t20 to some extent but i think yeah uh, these are the bowlers who will try to uh, do something different if the pitch is not supporting you or if the batter is just uh, set and is trying to uh, dominate you so i think yeah uh, the overall i think the bowling uh, Uh, on a pitch like this, I think it's credit to the bowlers that they were able to restrict England uh, for that total and help India get that lead in the second innings. And from there on, I think it. Uh, I think the a match just kept uh, dwindling away from the hands of uh, England team. So uh, I think yeah, I think it was uh, great. And uh, I just do, I I think uh, that's how I think they should they should just continue and uh, uh, yeah. Certainly, and even with the game, you know, hanging in the balance after those uh, first two days, we saw how the hosts kind of asserted uh, their dominance on uh, day three to take control. Because here we were missing out uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin, you know, who had to uh, rush back home for a personal uh, family emergency and everything. But even though you know he was uh, missing, India still seemed to you know make the most of the conditions. But uh, thoughts really go out to Ashwin, right? Because the uh, man literally flew in and out and uh, continued to play in the test match in spite of this uh, personal uh, emergency. Yes, I think Ashwin is a champion. This is, I think, uh, I don't know how to put it in words, but this is uh, how destiny operates. Uh, he was waiting for his fifth hundred, five hundred wicket in the last game. Couldn't get it. I think the whole celebrations were in waiting. It didn't happen. And in this game, when it actually happened, then uh, the god had uh, other plans for him. And I think uh, the way he just like uh, it took him a day. Uh, he just went back, came back again. Did what he does best. I think, uh, yeah, total champion bowler, total uh, amazing cricketer overall. So, and uh, I really hope, man, he just continues uh, from here on. It's been a delight to watch him bowl. Uh, one of, uh, I think, uh, our greatest bowlers we have had in uh, uh, greatest spinners, I would say. So, I think, yeah, it was, uh, I really hope that he continues and uh, I really look forward to watching him bowl. Certainly. And uh, now, you know, focusing on India's uh, second innings, we again had star performers, you know, in the form of Jaiswal, who scored that double ton. And we had Shivan Gill fall, fall for that, uh, you know, very heartbreaking 91. And uh, Safran Khan again, you know, came to the uh, fore with a knock of uh, 68. So again, do you think it was a comprehensive uh, second innings from India and there was uh, no result other than a win here? Yes, I think in second innings, the intentions were clear. They were uh, going for the win. Uh, and it showed in the way India batted uh, from the ball go. I think uh, they were not fear to lose wickets, even if it meant that they had to keep the uh, scoring rate up. And it showed, I think, uh, in the way they batted. Yes, uh, I think Kuldeep, uh, you can argue that uh, wasn't... Uh, and and it's unfair to expect him, uh, expect him also to... Uh, play like a proper batter at the end of the day he's a uh, bowler but I think uh, that was the only thing uh, the, the, he was the only batter where I think the run rate point uh, could be argued upon but I think apart from him uh, the intentions were clear and uh, with I think with Jaswal and Sarfaraz and uh, I think they were uh, completely in a different zone uh, they just didn't it just didn't matter to them who is the bowler and uh, what uh, condition 
the team is in. They were uh, totally in form and they just wanted to dominate. And I think it also goes back to their Mumbai playing days because they have played uh, so much cricket together. So they just, I think, found a lot of uh, camaraderie uh, when they were batting together. So I think it was heartening to watch them both bat together. And of course, yeah, I think we all saw how Sir Farah celebrated also uh, when Jaswal reached his double century. So from that point of view, yeah, I think... Uh, it was, I think, very, uh, I, I'm completely even say, uh, I think totally amazing uh, innings. Gil, for that matter, I think in the second innings was brilliant. Uh, this is, I think, the performance I expect uh, of him at that number three position where you might not always be able to play freely or you might not always be able to play the shot you want. But that's your job to protect uh, your wicket to protect the team uh, because at the position you are coming in uh, you have to play out a certain time for the ball to get old so that the number 4 and 5 uh, can make uh, or they, they can take advantage of that so I think this is the role Gil has to play uh, at number 3 spe- specifically now when he has himself asked for this position so I was really I think uh, you can say impressed uh, the way he batted uh, in this particular innings uh, and I really hope that he continues this uh, in the upcoming games because, uh, as I said it before also, I think this is an important series for him uh, if he really, uh, which will decide his fate in the Indian Test team. So, I really hope that he continues this in the upcoming because because there is no, uh, you can say, uh, dearth of potential or that I mean, talent is always there. So, I will really uh, look forward and really hope that he continues this way. But on... Uh, overall, if I have to summarize, I think it was uh, a great batting effort. Uh, it was just a total dominating batting effort. I think this is where, uh, this is the team, this is the performance uh, which an Indian cricket fan expects their team at home. This is what we have been taking pride in all these years. And this is what we exactly saw in the second innings at Rajkul. Uh, the way Jaswal hit uh, Anderson for those three sixes, it didn't. It just didn't matter to him who was the bowler or it just didn't matter to him uh, uh, that uh, uh, he will lose his wicket. Nothing. He was in a zone. He just wanted to uh, take him. And uh, it was something else to see, uh, really. I think uh, the younger generation will take a lot uh, out of it. But uh, yeah, overall, I'm mighty impressed and uh, really hope that they continue this performance in the upcoming games. Definitely, because uh, for a lot of us, you know, watching the test match on Sunday, I think it was a delight to see them, uh, you know, play the way they did and, uh, you know, set us up for a really good uh, Monday as well. But uh, even, you know, just following up on this now, do you think the declaration came soon enough, like on time or do you feel it was early? Because at one point, you know, uh, with the way the whole basketball thing was playing out, you know, 550 odd runs with a good 135 overs, uh, there were a lot of fans, you know, on uh, social media who felt it was possible and England being the team they are could uh, possibly chase it down so did you again think that it was possible to chase it down or basketball is just you know a phase and uh, can't really uh, define the outcome of this uh, particular match Look, in hindsight, I think it would be easier for me to say that yeah, it, was, it was the right decision. But I, I think I honestly felt that uh, 535 is a good total to put up on board. And even with the whole basketball approach or even with that aggressive approach, you I think the England batter still needed a boundary every over to be able to chase that. And I think it was uh, abundantly clear that they were not going for a draw. So I think to be able to score a boundary every over, you will have to take your chances. And that is where I think uh, it becomes a bit difficult uh, coming into the last day of the test. So uh, from a declaration point of view, I think it was uh, bang on. Uh, I think uh, we, I think that was uh, the right decision and it did play out that way as well. So uh, yeah, I think uh, 
nothing more to add i think england uh, they, i think they, they were uh, even if the whole baseball approach uh, they would have tried I, i don't think so they would have been able to uh, chase this because uh, uh, having a boundary per over uh, i think it becomes a bit difficult especially when you have bowling lineup uh, when you're going against a bowling lineup uh, like india's so yeah i think from that point of view it was good and i think uh, again uh, one point which we have discussed in the previous conversations was rohit's captaincy i think this game he was uh, it was quite good uh, yes there were moments where could he could have seized upon but i think overall uh, he he looked in charge and he was quite even say proactive in taking decisions and uh, so from that point of view as well i think rohit did a brilliant job in this game as a captain certainly and uh, looking at the other end now england right somewhere when we look at their bowling in this innings they clearly looked uh, you know very listless they looked tired defeated and i think it also puts under the scanner uh, ben stokes's captaincy right because with the way ashwini jaiswal was batting why would you continue you know putting uh, the pacers and they weren't able to you know get the spinners also to make the most of uh, the conditions so how would you assess uh, that phase of play where india was just dominating and england looked uh, nowhere close to even presenting a fight look neha so from what i have seen is like with the whole baseball approach what happens is that because you're scoring so quickly no your bowlers are not getting enough time to rest i think this somewhere shows in england's bowling performances in the second innings from what i have uh, been following them so this is where i think since second innings you will see the bowlers you will as you have rightly said they were tired or they didn't feel uh, enough motivated enough because you are not getting enough time to rest to uh, basically uh, recapitulate or basically not uh, mentally fit because the scoring rate from uh, they have been trying to keep the scoring rate fast the bowlers are not getting enough time that's the whole the whole nature of the test cricket somewhere gets uh, broken there so uh, i think that uh, somewhere shows in england's bowling performance in the second innings and uh, again uh, i think uh, as you rightly said that uh with i think uh, as we saw with uh, jaiswal uh, keeping pacers on wasn't the right call yes they should have gone with spinners but i think uh, the way and the form i think jaiswal was in uh, it didn't i think matter to him uh, he would have tried the spinners as well uh, if he would have got that opportunity so uh, yes i think as i said like england has a lot of work to do because on a pitch like this they should really teach them a lot of lessons especially to the bowlers who are new who are young uh, who are just playing their first series in india because when a pitch is not supporting you that's where your task as a bowler starts that's where you really need to test your skills uh, this is what uh, ideally should happen uh, mostly what happens is we start blaming the pitches that this is a bat- the batter space this is a bowler space but uh, it's not always that the pitch will support you that much that you uh, keep go from uh, level 1 to level 5 so this pitch this game should be a good learning lesson uh, for england and uh, let's see how uh, their bowlers uh, use this uh, and uh, if they are even able to uh, retro- like uh, get any insights from this game and uh, try to do something different because uh, only then if you come because if if if, if you coming to india you will be having uh, pitches like this so and uh, and if you have, like really have strong intentions of winning uh, a series in india you will have to uh, uh, adjust or you'll have to basically uh, like accustom yourself to these conditions so yeah i think uh, i think a good game for the bowlers england bowlers should be a good learning lesson uh, let's see how uh, they unfold in the upcoming games 
certainly it will be uh, you know a sight to behold you know if they can actually make a comeback and uh, challenge the indian batters as well and uh, let's look at another important point of uh, you know discussion that cropped up you know with respect to how uh, ben stokes you know post the matches talking about how the umpire's call should be uh, removed and he's kind of you know commenting on it with the umpiring uh, through the test match and the manner of the reviews used by both the teams was also quite uh, <laughs> interesting right so uh, what did you make of uh, this whole uh, discourse and uh, Yeah, the contentious umpire call still, you know, remains in discussion. Uh, yes, Neha. I think this is not the first time. I think uh, captain or a player has raised his apprehensions about uh, the DRS. Uh, in the past, also we have seen players. I think Virat Kohli also has many a times raised this issue when he was the skipper. So definitely, I think uh, there is a scope of improvement in that particular uh, mode of dismissal. But I think it has to be thought through. It cannot be uh, one way or the other. It has to be uh, thought very carefully uh, because you cannot have uh, because the suggestion which has which 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 has come uh, which has came through Stokes is. Uh, also uh, uh, i think uh, not practically feasible uh, you cannot have that uh, implemented uh, you can say throughout uh, the game so i think this is a decision which has to be thought carefully uh, and uh, and i think most importantly i think these type of suggestions or calls should come by the players regularly and not uh, only after when they are defeated i think that's where the whole purpose gets defeated because when you are trying to make a suggestion after your team has lost uh, i think the whole intention behind it suggestion it automatically disappears so i think if stokes is actually serious about this thing or if the ecb is serious about this thing i think this is something which they should be regularly uh, vocal about they should trying to be working with icc on this and not only by ecb when there are other players and other boards who have suggested this so they should be working with uh, icc on trying to find a solution to this and not only bring this up when you lose a game or when a decision goes against you because when that happens uh, i think uh, the whole purpose uh, Uh, it 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 gets defeated somehow. So th- I think that's my whole uh, take on this. Definitely, that does uh, make sense, and you bring in some uh, valid points. And although you know England uh, claims they don't moan and you know whine about uh, losses like this and things that don't quite go in their uh, favor, yet I think they have a lot of uh, learnings and uh, takeaways to you know take from this game. So how do you think England can uh, bounce back? And do you reckon you know they will actually present a comeback and you know kind of draw the series uh, to all and make that fifth test all the more interesting? Uh, look neha i am not sure if they'll be winning the next test or uh, the fifth one but what i'm sure of is that they will not be giving up and there will be a good comeback from them uh, this is what i've seen in the last three games in which they have played at no point uh, this is a team which will let you go away or uh, not give you a fight even if they are losing so this is something which i think uh, will be happening that uh they will be putting up a strong fight in the upcoming games uh winning or not i'm not sure because india right now looks uh, quite formidable uh players are picking uh, now uh, we have a, we are also getting a good uh, the team combination looks right now uh, so from those point of view i think uh, we have most of our bases covered uh, so india looks formidable right now so i'm not sure if england uh, could be winning the next game but yeah definitely i think uh, they'll be putting up a fight and uh, why not having uh, a two two lineup uh, going into the fifth test i think that is what uh, will i think uh, could be a thrilling uh, finale in dharamshala definitely and uh, even looking at the player of the match you know in this one now we saw how uh, rabindra jadeja once again showcased why he's that 
number one uh, test all-rounder, scored a century in that first innings, uh, picked a Pfeiffer in the second, you know, to be uh, declared player of the match. So we had Yashasvi Jaiswal as well, right? He scored that uh, double hundred. So do you think Yashasvi deserved it or Jadija, you know, because of his all-round so uh, kind of, uh, you know, stake the claim for the same? Uh, on this, I think I, I I agree with the decision. Because for Jadeja, as I've said before many times in this conversation as well, I think Jadeja's innings in the first uh, the first innings in which he played, I think that for me uh, was uh, something which was a changing point of the game. Of of course, there was Rohit as well, but I think Jadeja then complemented it with his uh, bowling as well and a fine wicket all in the second innings. But his batting in the first innings, I think that is somewhere the game uh, from where India uh, basically took control of the game. So, uh, I think rightfully uh, deserved uh, the way he uh, batted. Uh, yes, see, Jaswal batted well. He had a double century. But uh, if you see the game where the game changed, it was when uh, I think the Rohit Jadeja partnership. Uh, that was crucial for me. I think that is where uh, we could... Because see, if we, we were 33 for 3 at that point of time and another wicket there, uh, we could have completely, uh, uh, you can say, uh, lost our way there. So, uh, and once we lose our way in the first innings, it's very difficult to come back into the game. Uh, that the first inning sets the tone. So, I think Jadeja, uh, for me, was the right choice uh, for the player of the game. Uh, so, and I think yeah, Jaswal will get uh, many more opportunities. The way he's batting right now, I think he should be uh, more than happy than uh, that when uh, scoring more double centuries for the team. So, yeah. Certainly. And um, now, you know, when we look at uh, Team India, they have leapfrogged Australia into that uh, second position on the latest World Test Championship uh, table. So things kind of looking up for uh, Team India and the finals berth uh, seems highly likely. Uh, yes, they do. Uh, but again, I think uh, we have to see how the upcoming tests play out. Uh, still, I think a bit early to uh, say something conclusively. Uh, because uh, the way this whole WTC table works, it's quite, uh, you can say, uh, a lot of factors that, that that come into play. So, difficult to say conclusively, I think, what will be the result. But yeah, definitely, I think India is moving ahead and uh, we should be going into going ahead into another final. I'm not going to talk about another ICC final right now because the previous one is still not out of my mind. But uh, yeah, definitely looking forward uh, to India uh, going ahead. Right. I mean, uh, just imagine this scenario. We are recording on the 19th and <laughs> just as we, you know, uh, look at that ICC ODI World Cup uh, loss, it is uh, quite sad. But anyways, not looking too uh, far ahead and, uh, you know, it's victories like this that keep us uh, fans going. And uh, even looking at uh, this, you know, from an Indian POV, there are, of course, areas to improve. So do you have uh, any aspect that India can actually improve uh, in the, uh, you know, coming uh, set of matches and, uh, you know, just become an even more formidable side? Yes, I think to begin with, I think uh, when, uh, so uh, the first, day, uh, if we are batting on the first day, I think the first hour is very crucial. This is where I've seen India uh, letting go of their guard many a times now. So I think this is where uh, we need to step up a bit and not let the team, other team dominate. Uh, because when that happens, we lose our game, uh, we lose the grip on the game for like uh, before even uh, the game progresses ahead. So that is, I think, one area which uh, India should be focusing on. Uh, another one uh, will be uh, in the bowling uh, department, uh, which I would like to say, uh, because what sometimes happens is that we get into 
the psychology where the runs keep happening this also happened with so this happened with pope in uh, the previous test and also happened with ducket in the uh, i think in this test so because uh, england uh, batters they try to score quickly and when that happens is sometimes the bowlers they become defensive and they just wait for the things to happen so this is where when we let the opposition batters get away and then they put up this big hundreds in front of us and it sometimes they look scary and uh, it just look and we lost a test because of this as well so this is also i think one area which india could focus upon that that, that not letting the batters of the opposite team to at any time cruise away uh, in, a, in an easy manner where they just able to score those hundreds 150s or even like 200s uh, which then become difficult to uh, like uh, for the team uh, to score or Uh, they just impact the performance in the game uh, apart from that one area which uh, i have mentioned in my previous conversation was our tail enders not taking up i think to the uh, to batting uh, you can say responsibilities i think somewhere we have seen improvement in that uh, i think bumra uh, has uh, showed a lot of you can say application is shown a lot of uh, intensity a lot of heart in staying at the in, uh, in staying at the pitch uh, kuldeep in this game for that matter i think uh, he also uh, just not he he basically didn't throw his wicket away he was uh, trying different things even if they uh, looked amusing uh, to the common uh, fan but he just wasn't in a mood to give his wicket away and this is what i think uh, we need from our tail enders so this is i think this was a good side to see and uh, i think this is something which they should continue but uh, yeah apart from that i think uh, these are the two areas which i feel india should be focusing upon Certainly, and even as we reach the end of our discussion, do you have any expectations for that um, next test match and uh, last and final thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, I think see, four thirty four is our biggest test victory. So this is I think this was a massive victory. This was a huge moment uh, for us, and we should be celebrating. uh this with the, as much uh, enthusiasm as uh, we can uh victories like this don't happen every day and uh, we are not i'm not sure we are actually realizing the impact of this victory so i'm uh, really happy for that and i'm glad that uh, we are finally able to see the team which we take so much pride in uh playing at home uh, this is the team which we really look forward to and i will just continue to uh, expect the same uh with the next two games uh, the primary motive is to win the ranchi test and seal the series uh that should be i think the primary motive uh, once the series is sealed then you can uh basically relax a bit not like uh too much of it but like still once the series in is in hands uh you still can uh take a you can sigh and uh try and enjoy a bit much more Uh, rather than taking press pressure so i think yeah the first uh, focus should be on winning the series in ranchi and uh, from there on uh, we can just like see uh, how things go ahead definitely and that is a fitting conclusion lakshit thank you so much for you know once again uh, joining the podcast and sharing these uh, remarkable insights we still have uh, two more exciting <laughs> you know test matches that await us and uh, subsequent discussions so quite looking forward to that and until next time stay safe and take care lakshit thank you so much cheers thank you so much neha Thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support. 
Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never in the back foot on Instagram and threads and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter now called X for the latest facts, updates, fresh content and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Spotify for podcasters and many other platforms. So please do spread the word. Never on the Backfoot is also on YouTube, so don't forget to subscribe to this channel and stay tuned for a lot of insightful content coming up there as well. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now. Music